Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Saknade, älskade och inte bortglömda. Välkomna till avsnitt 26. Vi sitter här i studion. Vi är tillbaka igen och ber om ursäkt för det lilla avbrottet som vi har haft. Som ingen har lagt märke till. Jag tyckte det var så himla kul att du bara... Avsnitt 26 är inställt på grund av sjukdom. Medan vi satt på Vigården och drack all. Yes, en klassisk sjukskrivning med andra ord. Men jag var faktiskt ganska sjuk Jag mådde skit Den ja, dagen okay. ja, visst. Sen mådde eh, jag bättre ja. I dagens avsnitt så kommer vi att prata om modellvärlden Och eh, dagens avsnitt kommer också vara på engelska Och jag ska försöka att eh, inte göra bort mig har varit upp lite här innan, tidigare. Och med oss i studion har vi Kate Moss. Nej, vi har med oss eh, <laughs> Megan Kennedy. Can we do a sound effect with like applause? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We shall do that. Yeah, I Let, okay. Let's make it cheer. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, because we're, we're recording. Yeah. yeah. It's Friday and we're having drink. an after work. Yeah, I must drink So, uh, Megan is... Ooh, To do a proper introduction, yeah. Megas, Megas, Megan is um, my American friend who has become best everybody's. Friend. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> best me. friend, um, the love of my life, my other half. Good girl. Thank okay, you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But Emily. 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 <laughs> so, um, and she has quickly uh, intera- interacted into our little group of girls. So now we just have we have a really good group of girls now. Yeah. We have a really good we have a group. gang. We have a squad. Yeah. Girl gang, girl gang, girl yeah, gang. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to apologize for my English too because sometimes when <laughs> now that I'm recording, I'm just going to like start stumbling and mumbling and being weird because I think in Swedish. Yeah. But we'll get into it. Okay. okay. Okay, so let's quickly tell our listeners how you t- to met and i think megan can answer this question 
Okay. Well, I used to have a blog called The Retired Models, where I talked quite a bit about the modeling industry and all of the good, the bad, the ugly that came with it. And I, my blog was featured on a gossip website here called Classe Quince. And from that, Sorry. I received a lot of Swedish oh, viewers. Are you kidding, Olivia? What are Sorry, you doing? I'm just going to... Okay. Um, uh, okay. So, for what? Um, so I received quite a bit of Swedish viewers from that outlet, and the thing with me and that blogger is we had somewhat of a feud because he he posted something about me and he used to talk about how girls he that went out in Los Angeles were escorts and they were prostitutes and I was featured on that because he thought I was a prostitute and I was like, I wrote him a really long open letter being like bruh if i was a prostitute do you think i'd be stunned in like some h&m dress like hell no mm. and so i was just like you know what? you can come continue to talk about my friends and i like this but you know it's not fucking true and you're an asshole at the end of the day but anyway so i had quite a few swedish viewers from those posts and I met a guy in Florida and came to Sweden to... Oh, you met in Florida? Yeah, we did. Oh. Uh, so we were together for one month in Florida and he was like, will you move back to Sweden with me? And my dumb ass was like, yes, this sounds so healthy. I'm so excited. How old were you then? <laughs> I was 20. And you're 23 right now? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was 20 going on 21. Mm. So it's not such a... Whatever. It's It was like two years ago. Yeah. So I came here, and one day, I think within the first week of me being here, I had a huge increase in my <laughs> Swedish viewers. So through WordPress, you can kind of track where your viewers are coming from, and they were all linked back to this bitch sitting across from me. <laughs> What's good? <laughs> where Olivia was pretty much just like, oh my god, my favorite blogger, she's American, she just moved to Sweden. So I, <laughs> I was with a group of guys... And we were at Bistro Linnea, and I was like, who is this girl writing about me? And finally, through, you know, some sleuth work, we <laughs> found you, and then I found your phone number somehow, and then I texted you saying, hey, let's hang out. And you yeah. were like, bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and so the rest is history. And here we are. Yes, yeah. here we are. And for you guys who don't know, Olivia's also been a model. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of hard to miss since like the bo- like the biggest, uh, the largest story that like most most read posts on my blog are about the whole modeling thing. Yeah, but do you think that everyone who listens read your blog? I hope. If they don't, <laughs> you can get them. No. If not, swipe up for the link. <laughs> yes, I've been a model since uh, I think I, I think I joined Mika's when I was thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. And how about you? I was yeah, 15. So, yeah, 15. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to talk about modeling. Um, all the, like, so Emily is the only one in the room who's not a model. Because I'm very <laughs> short. Well, you I'm just torched her ass. Yeah. You totally just torched her ass. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's lucky. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> My mom says that all the time. She's like, too too sad. But... It's, it's kind of it's, it's a good thing since uh, it's easy for us to like, talk about things that we think that everybody know. Yeah, everybody knows. Like you being a model. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Emily. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so, yeah, we're going to start with the whole... I think most questions that I get, I don't know about you, but people like, how did you become a model? Yeah, when did you get discovered or scouted? Is that the word for yeah, it? Scouted. Yeah, scouted. Um, I was 15 and after school one day, my friends and I went to our mall, which is called the Gardens Mall. That's so American. I know. And so my group of friends in high school is like very big and then you had groups within that group. So it was like me and seven other girls or something. So we went to the mall and I was in Forever 21 and some girl with two guys come up to me and she's like, excuse me, have you ever, are you a model or have you ever been a model? And I was kind of like... What? Because, it, you know, when you're 15, you are not looking your damn best. Like, I just got my braces off. I grew two inches randomly. Well, I don't know what that is in centimeters. Sorry, guys. But I grew quite quickly from, like, this to this. And, yeah, I just never thought of myself as being pretty enough to model mm. because I also had a very, very beautiful sister who was so glamorous and sexy. And I'm like, okay, I'm just the lanky kind of skinny one that has clear braces okay fine <laughs> we we're like popular with guys and things or? no not no. at all guy i mean <laughs> our high school was so small so everybody kind of like hooked up with the same guys but i mean i was like a little virgin you know i was 15 <laughs> and felt really uncomfortable around guys because of the way i looked and i didn't find myself pretty or attractive and guys that age are like oh my god boobs somebody has boobs let's go after that girl she has an ass let's go after her or like you know a rumor gets out that a girl gave like a really good blowjob so they're like oh I want to be with that girl you know what I mean so like I was not I had sexual experience but I wasn't a sought after girl let's just say that yeah okay so you were in at like forever 21 yeah and what happened with that woman who So, um, I, you know, we talked a bit more and I took her card and gave it to my mom later. And my mom uh, kind of always wanted one of us to be a model. Is she? Because my mom gave birth to four beautiful children. So mm. she was like, okay, one of them is going to be a model. Mm. And um, we had done like child modeling before and whatnot. So... Yeah, my mom called, and it turned out to be legit. <laughs> What's funny, too, and I feel like I need to, like, put this in here, is that when I finally told my friends, because um, they were, like, scattered throughout for 21, they were like, really, you? You are going to be the model? Like, mm. who was that? And then I told another girl at school, and she was like, yeah, it's probably a fucking scam. Mm. And so, like, naturally, I'm just like, wait, that girl's right. It's probably a scam. Like, I could never do this because I'm not pretty. Yeah, and it, like, it true. it's not that it, yeah, it hurt my feelings, but another thing was just, like, high school is terrible. High school sucks. High school fucking sucks. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. Just to, like, Imagine if you were to get, like, a modeling offer or whatever, yeah. and you came to me and told me, and I was like, it's probably a fucking scam. Mm. Like, think about that now as an adult. It's so fucked up. Yeah, like, I remember I remember when I started out, um, I got so teased for for it. Yeah. Like, I, I remember, like, running, uh, waking up, like, super early, going to Stockholm Fashion Week, and then by this time the show was done, I had to rush to, um, to a math test. That I, I couldn't be late. But they did my makeup really like yellow and weird and whatever. 
And I remember being like, you have to wash it off. I need time to wash it off. I can't go to school like this. And I look beautiful. Like, yeah. I look so good. But of course. as soon as some I came in with makeup, people were like, oh, who do you think you are? What the fuck is she doing? And like, oh my God, she looks terrible. Yeah. My The guys in my class actually told me when um, uh, I cut my hair and dyed it darker, he looked me straight. This is so weird. He looked me straight in the eye, and he was like, like the cool, cool guy in the uh, other class. And he looked like, like straight in the eye, and was like, "Wow, that is so fucking ugly." Wow. And I was like, "Dude, kids, really? Kids yeah." He's like, "You look yeah. like a, po- a Polish hooker." And ever so ever, after that, everybody just called me the po- Polish whore. Yeah. And it's like such a weird thing because at that age, it wasn't cool modeling. It was yeah. like, people were like so mean. Yeah, people hate it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, now that I think about it, I'm like, wait, why was you so mad? Yeah. And I mean, obviously there's some jealousy. It, of course, And yeah. when I think about it too, maybe if somebody else in my friend group had gotten that opportunity, I probably would have been angry about it too. Yeah. I definitely would have been like, it's a fucking scam because I'm not a fucking cunt. But at the same time, <laughs> I probably would have been like, oh, kind of yeah, It's hard to be yeah, like sucks. happy for other people when you're struggling with like the high school like it's hard to be like to have the energy uh and be the big person to be like that's really good for you when you're like every day is like fight club Mm. every day is fucking fight club it's like the hunger games Yeah. yeah okay so continue anyways so it ended up working out and i did a few test shoots and we had a very, very positive response from... How was your first test shoot? Like, what do you do? It was weird. I mean, of course, I was like 15, didn't know how to be in my own skin. Like, I was just like... I was still struggling with the idea that people thought I could model, mm. you know? So, luckily, I had a really great team around me that was saying, you know, you can do this. We're going to walk you through everything. So, they really... My first uh, test shoot taught me how to model and it was like a crash course and they were just like move this a little bit move that Mm. a little bit and then they were like okay now go back to that and like you can start moving around with your body so with that I mean you must have been terrified oh I was talking yeah I mean going in uh, yeah going in front of like a huge camera with people who are around models all the time I was just like I can't do this yeah nope but they were really amazing with me and made me feel super comfortable Mm. yeah so and after the test shoot like what happened so they sent out the photos to a bunch of different agencies and i was featured on a couple new you know fresh face websites that sounds like porn yeah (laughs) it sounds like fucking porn but yeah i was featured on a couple different websites and they had a really really great response And it's lucky as well that my management were photographers. So they really knew how to make a photo look great. Mm. And as you call them Polaroids, they weren't just Polaroids. These could have been in Harper's Bazaar. You know what I'm saying? What is that? What? Harper's. uh, No, Polaroids, first of all. First of all, Polaroids. I know what Polaroids are. Yeah, but but you know, but people don't know. Okay. Polaroids are basically uh, just photos of you. They're very straightforward, just showing the lines and curves of your face and your body. Yeah. That's the best way I can describe Polaroids. Yeah. So, like, you have a book with editorials or you doing this or this or this and this. And then uh, you have, like, these photos that are just no makeup, black t-shirt, like, straight 
straightforward. Yeah. It's yeah. just very straightforward like, picture of you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I've always hated my Polaroids. Except for the ones that my management took. Those were fucking bomb as fire. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so and Olivia, how did you get discovered? I actually my best friend when I grew up, um, her mother's her aunt was one of the owner of Mika's. Oh. So I like they told me that they kind of always kept an eye on me since maybe I was like 11 or 12 or something. And then I had like my period of um uh being like doing a lot of makeup and like ah, just being a really weird teenager. You like know? you are? <laughs> <laughs> like what else? No, but like you know the like just being a they told me that they were like, yeah, we saw you and we wanted to wait until you like cool down mm. from that extreme makeup thing, you know, like fjortis. Yeah. You know? Like Oh my god, I love that phrase. Can you explain <laughs> fjortis? I love fjortis that. Fjortis is like a it was a trend like um in the same way as like people did their makeup as um in the opposite of emo. Yeah, I, like it was like very girly and like no, it no. wasn't. It wasn't. It was. No. It was a. Fu- it was a war thing. Yeah, and, and like, you oh. you were like orange in your face, and you had like yeah, but exactly, it was like girly in the set. Like that's what girls in two thousands look like. Yeah, like, yeah. orange yeah, yeah, yeah. and like a lot of makeup, yeah. heavy make. Like yeah, but it was lips, like yeah, eyeliner. exactly. But we like in Sweden, we took it like one step further in a way where like we have white lips. Yeah. White. Completely white, like like you had yeah. like ni- Nivea. Yeah, on it's your like lips. a thing you yeah, buy yeah. at the pharmacy that makes your lips literally go white because it's so thick of a cream thing, so white. And the white. inner of your eyes were, were white, like sparkling. <laughs> and you also like I don't know <laughs> yeah. if you did that in Stockholm, but yeah. you do like cat like um, not those three uh, lines. Whiskers? Stripes. Yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't whiskers. It started but, out. Yeah. But and then I ended up just three lines here. Yeah. On the cheeks. So weird. Yeah, so it was an extreme period. Yeah, yeah. So they kind of waited until that, and then they um, they contacted my mom, and was like, "Hey, so we would like left for her to come in to shoot, uh, yeah. to just do some Polaroids." And uh, yeah, that was that. Were you tall as a kid? I grew fa- fast as fuck. Like I grew over a summer. Yeah, same. Exactly. Came back and was like, and I still I don't know about you, but. <laughs> Was that accent though? Was that fact? So so I don't know about you, but like I've met some other like tall people grow super fast. um, That I don't. I have problem with my coordination. Oh yeah. When I grew super fast, I like I my body didn't have time to adjust to the new like my new length of my arms. So I knocked things over all the time, (laughs) all the time. It was so annoying, and I still like I stumbled on my own feet. I like turned like. Another thing is like if I walk straight and I'm like, oh wait, I'm gonna go the other way, my upper body turns, but my feet continue, so I kind of like, <laughs> always fell over. I fell all the time, knocked yeah. things over. Thought my arms were shorter than they were, so like every time I reached for a glass, I just knocked it over. It was yeah. so weird. It was like a it was a dark time. Yeah, I can't relate yeah. to that at all because <laughs> I, I, I'm still like. Now I'm comfortable with, but like in the beginning when me and Olivia started to hang out, which is like tomorrow, it's one year ago. High five. Yeah. That was a really bad high five. That's so yeah. sweet. They're so so. Uh, but I was so uncomfortable with like somebody being taller than me. 
because I didn't hang out with tall people. So (laughs) (laughs) I was wearing heels all the time and now I'm like, oh no. Never mind my sneakers and be short. No, how tall are you? You're not that short. Yeah, I am. 168? Are we talking in centimeters? Yeah, because I understand that. 63. 163? Yeah. No, they're so short. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But, okay. Continuing. Back to the modeling. Yes. Yeah, because there's still a lot of things that I don't know about Olivia's modeling. But I want to know the the story. I want her to continue the story. No, I mean, (laughs) here's the problem with any time you film with Olivia and... We are just the worst at keeping on one subject. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you, it's either I film or she films. Like, this is the worst fucking thing. But, anyways, basically, we had a really great response from agencies. And my management told me, you know, you don't have to drop out from high school. But if you did online schooling, that would make things so much fucking easier. So, I mean, I hated high school. I hated West Palm Beach, Florida. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm getting out of here. So I switched to online schooling. And from there, I was able to take my schoolwork with me whenever I was traveling for jobs. So I started traveling uh, when I was 15. And now the rest is, once again, history. (laughs) Were you the same age, Olivia? When When you started modeling? 15. I thought she was 13. 13. 13. Okay, yeah. Um, no dumbass bitch. <laughs> ah, okay. Thank you. No, but so how did how did, it, did did you have like a revenge thing with your classmates? Yeah, with your I mean friends? when uh, when it like turned out to be legit and you were like boom yeah, bitch. Yeah, it was I mean walking through high school the day that I was like, "No, I'm leaving. I'm going to model." Mm. Of course I felt like I was like the coolest bitch ever. But I mean, now that I think about it, it's kind of embarrassing because I didn't owe anybody anything. So, like, I should have honestly just left and not said anything because I think people felt a lot of resentment towards me for leaving, which I kind of understand. I would probably feel the same way if I had to stay in West Palm Beach where I really hated it. So I think, yeah, I mean, as soon as I left, my friend group, dropped to half and then I was only friends with like two people from my high school because everybody else treated me weird and they didn't really want to hang out with me they Mm -hmm. thought that I thought I was so much better than them but really I didn't I was just more like I don't want to stay here I don't want to be in Florida and when people are in a small town, I, they, it's like that small town mindset where they're like, well, we're the greatest town in the world. So you're fucking crazy if you don't want to stay here. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like they got very defensive. And mm. so, yeah, I mean, it wasn't really like a revenge thing because also I didn't really once they started treating me like that, I didn't really care to remain friends with them. Yeah. And as soon as I started living in other apartments with models who were going through the exact same thing where they were saying yeah I left and I don't have any friends now Mm. and I didn't do anything wrong but I just I left to do this and now I feel so lonely and so you kind of bond with these girls over that fact as well how much did you like travel the first year was it like I don't know how it works so I mean, so for about, like, five years, I would say, I was between um, L.A., New York, London, and Tokyo, mostly. 
So, like, there would be times when I would go home for a month and mm. wait for a visa and then go back out again. Oh, wow. And how was the first time... Tell me about, like, the first time living in a model apartment. It was where, so much fun. Where did you go? Uh, New York, actually. And the girls... We had this amazing apartment with IMG. Well, it wasn't amazing. It was fucking disgusting and dirty. But to us, we were, like, so young. So it was the coolest experience to us. Mm. And um, I keep repeating things but that's because i've had yeah disclaimer i've had a couple peronis by now but (laughs) basically yeah these girls and i just immediately bonded within like two days we were all we decided that we were going to be best friends for life and actually i still talked to a couple of them and it it was so much fun we started going out with new york promoters and Mm. we were 15 16 years old and it was just the best time ever i if i could relive a time over and over and over, it would be that time. Mm. I've never had so much fun in my entire life. Oh, wow. And how, but how was it like, uh, tell me, like, how does it, you, I don't think people know how, how it works with like a model apartment. So basically, <laughs> an agency overcharges the fuck out of you yeah. for <laughs> a model apartment. In one room, so there was a two-room apartment. Because we were underage, we had a chaperone who actually was never there. She was I saw her maybe three times. Mm. And then she would just leave for long periods of time. We were mm. like, okay, that's fine. And, I mean, we preferred when she was gone. So in one room was three bunk beds. So six girls to one room. Mm. Each girl is charged $900. Think about that for a minute. Just let that chew on it. That's 9,000 crowns, basically. Yeah. yeah. So (laughs) it's like, but we didn't know any better. We're like, oh, maybe this is really the the amount that people pay for apartments. You know, we're fucking 15 years old. We don't. Yeah, we're idiots. So we gladly forked that money over to the agency. That's almost like 60,000 crowns. It's insane. It's really fucking insane. For when that apartment itself was probably... 20,000 crowns a month. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, this is New York. It's probably 30,000 crowns a month, mm. maybe more, but it wasn't. They were definitely overcharging us, but that's what agencies do. Yeah. So. Yeah. But what does that do to you? Like, I'm asking you both to start working in the age and being like a product. And do you see yourself as that? Or are you like, oh, I'm very pretty? Or what's your. What do you say, like, självbild? Um, you're in, like, Image. how you see yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, as soon as I signed that modeling contract, I was around adults 24-7. Mm. So I really grew up quite quickly. And, yeah, I mean... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I, I didn't, in the beginning, I didn't really think of myself as a product. I loved being in front of the camera and I felt not like, I just felt really, like, really cool. You know, Mm. I didn't feel that. I ended up feeling like that a few years later when I was just being a little bit overworked and I developed bulimia. But before that. We'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. we'll get to that. (laughs) Oh, God. But, um, yeah, I just, I felt like I turned 20 overnight. When I was 15. Yeah. I really think it depends on what kind of person you are and what kind of parents you have. Mm-hmm. Because my... I know, like, there's a lot of girls who, maybe like you, was, like, the weird kid in high school or the weird kid in school who was, like, super tall and super weird and looked kind of like an alien. And then overnight, they... Someone picked them up and they suddenly are, like, the most beautiful person. So I think that... that awkwardness can stick but depending on what parents you have um i think that my parents were or my mom was super clear from the beginning being like you can do this but you're not missing one, like a single test or a single class or yeah classes well but like nothing this is not gonna do anything to your to your school if you want to work fine but you have to work extra five hours or work on set or work on whatever and just like whenever we, they were like, okay, she needs to lose weight, she needs to lose this much. My mom was always like, can you do this? Do you want to do this? Like, is it because yeah. like she she really made sure and made made me think uh, about it as a job, like not being like you have to lose weight. Like the model, the product Olivia has to lose weight. I think that my my mom just made sure that whenever I had to lose weight, whatever, she made sure that I knew that it's like this is only work. Mm. This has nothing to do with how you look. If they wanted you to put on ten kilos, it's ten kilos. Or if you want to lose, like, it's not you. It's not yeah. your body. It's wrong. That's wrong. It's like you just have you. It's a work. And I think that I don't know how you should do it best but for me that was the best way that you can handle it yeah because just making sure that i knew that like separate myself from yeah being a product get a distance yeah, yeah. but if you like imagine yourself like 20 years from now and you have daughters at the same age like 15 would you be okay with them modeling I yeah, I've had this conversation yeah, with so many with so many guys I've of dated. Of course, yeah. So many guys I've dated. But would you? I yes, actually because modeling has afforded me so many amazing opportunities in my life that I mm-hmm. never would have had. Ever. Yeah. And confidence but and at the yeah. same time I probably would have handled it 
a little bit better than my parents did. Yeah. And because I have so much knowledge of it, I'd be like, for sure, go for it. But I'm going to keep track. Like, I'm going to yeah. keep my keep tabs on you and make sure that, first of all, you're always healthy. Like, I, it would kill me, I think, if my daughter developed an eating disorder. Yeah. I'd like, it would fucking kill me. But, like... At the same time, I will always want my kids to go after their dreams. I pray to God I get a daughter that doesn't want to model because that would just make things so much easier. But at the same time, it it is a great opportunity. Yeah. And you can get so many things out of it. Exactly. And also, I think that it's like such a difference if you get a daughter. Like you, who has been like your parents had no idea. Mm-hmm. My parents had no idea. They didn't like. They didn't know if they just let you out in this world and being like like they, they have no idea like yeah. growing up as a model having a daughter who might want to model it's like I know which photographer is creepy as yeah, fuck yeah, I know yeah. exactly which brand you're not gonna work for I know which agencies I know which you know exactly. you know what to look for and yeah, yeah. yeah what you know need. the signs yeah, yeah. Very, like very well okay so let's talk about drugs we just need to because that's like a big thing in the model world do you want to say anything about that is it just do you want to okay what I'm going to say about that is that it is and it isn't you you do have a choice against not you know to not take drugs and I feel like that was something that was commonly um mistaken when people were reading my blog was that they were saying oh you're so anti the modeling industry you took so much coke you did this 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 and I was like yeah but those things were also my choice Mm. also I was going to use coke regardless of if I was a model or not Mm. you know that was more of just an emotional problem that I had so but obviously you have to tell people who haven't read your blog yeah I mean okay Hi, I'm Megan. I used to be a coke addict. (laughs) Hi. Hi, Hi, Megan. Megan. Yeah. Hi, Megan. Welcome. Thank Um, you for sharing. Thank you. Um, But I think being in modeling, maybe you are exposed to it a little bit easier than without. But uh, maybe a bit earlier. Yeah, a little bit earlier for Americans, maybe. No, it's the thing. I feel like here you guys are exposed to drugs a lot sooner. I mean, yes and no. It's more like when you're 15 and treated as you are 25, people take drugs. Like even even like if you're 15 and uh, treated as 20, people will drink. And so you will drink. Or like people take It it just becomes like normality. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I was at the Gansevoort. Um, in New York when I was 16 at a table with people who with men who are in their 30s doing cocaine and so obviously I'm I'm 16 like yeah. think about that like hearing me say it out loud really fucks with me because I'm like what the fuck was I doing yeah. and when I look at 16 year olds today I'm like yeah. oh, oh my god in that's three almost- years that's 10 years ago I'm gonna no okay I'm I'm done <laughs> okay sorry, Olivia we're not serious I'm oh, I'm done okay, okay that's insane <laughs> wow we're the oh same age so don't yeah don't I go hate there. you don't don't ever say okay. that again I had a talk with someone today um, and uh, I was telling him about we're doing this episode about modeling and he and I think a lot of other people has this um, like like um, preconceived notion for me. Nej. Image, right? För uh, förutsättfattade meningar. Ja. Yeah. Prejudices. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> a about, preconceived notion about modeling. Yeah, mm. because he told me that he 
was like the agencies are making you do drugs because they want you to look in a certain way? Not at all. No. Mm. Not nope. at all. Okay, so let's... Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No. Now we know. But also, like, my... I think that people don't get it. Like, sometimes they come to me and be like, oh, it must be so hard being, like, a model with your agency making you lose weight. It's like, they... My mo- like, my Mika's never... Like, yeah. they were always like, if you want to do this, you have to lose this much. But you're going to stay in school. You're going to do this. Yeah. You're going to do this. We're going to get you a gym card, a dietist, whatever. It's like, it, it's different for every agency. It's not like they throw you. Sometimes, yeah. Like Well, I think, I, I, I think that even if you're 15 and someone even mentions you losing weight, that will affect you. Yeah, but also anyway. it's like you may. It's I know it's fucked up, but yeah. it's not the it's not the agency. It's the society. Okay, so we're back from our very long smoke break. <laughs> yeah, we're back from the break. <laughs> and yeah. uh, what what is it? <sighs> I've been doing this for twenty six weeks now. Uh, excuse me. me. High five. She's the one who has breakdowns in every episode. Yeah, but you're the Whoa. one who always being like, I have to pee, I have to light a candle, I have to do yoga <laughs> in the middle of everything. Hey, I, I to have start. to light a candle. <laughs> That's the most sp- Olivia thing I've ever heard. I have to light a candle right now. Yeah. Okay, so I want to know. Wait. Okay, no, 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 Wait, Olivia, stop, stop, please stop, don't stop, interrupt stop, me stop, again. Stop. Hi Children. and welcome. Hi and welcome back from our uh, very short break. I've already said that. Yeah, but it was a mess. Yeah, okay, but I don't I'm care. A mess. Also, don't care. our very short smoke break turned into two hours. Yeah, and yeah. we're a little bit more drunk now. I'm so drunk, dude. Like, why am I doing this? Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> I want to because oh my god. when we had uh, Henry Quiffert here as a guest, Olivia asked him, "When did you feel like the most cool, or like when was your high?" Yeah, the moment that I knew I really made it. In J- Japanese standards, was when I was on a billboard in the bus- area, the busiest area of Tokyo, which is called Shibuya, as well as being on the cover of two magazines at the time. Mm. Also, and you were being recognized. Yes, I yeah. was being recognized by some. Uh, it was really cute. A few Japanese schoolgirls would come up to me and be like, "Ah, Rose Bullet!" Like the the campaign I was in currently, because it uh. had like a commercial. It had this, this, this. So it was. Pretty. It was being broadcasted quite a bit, so I think. Can you? I'm sorry. Can you put your beer a little bit? Oh yeah, because you're like I didn't see you, and I'm like Olivia is worried about Megan spilling her beer. Yeah. Okay. I could could see the disaster. Okay, Slenderman. Oh my god. You watched that whole mouth. How good was that, though, Slenderman? Okay. Uh, You go on. Okay. When when did you know you made it? Yeah, Olivia. I I never never. I mean, like, no, I didn't make it. Okay, no, so I never really I'm, made it either. I wasn't like fucking no, walking for Gucci, no. but in my mind, me making it was those were you things on, I mentioned. Were you on like the same level? If can you measure it or like? I mean, no. Yes and no. Like, if I think that we would probably been in the same level if my mom let me okay. do whatever I like go on these trips mm-hmm. yeah definitely I think but, if you had gone to Tokyo it would have been fucking over yeah. for the rest of us blonde hair blue no. <laughs> no because like yeah, I was supposed to go to Tokyo this summer when I turned um, no uh, when I was 14 and my mom was like you know what no but that's healthy no. of your mom yeah, to be honest I know. I, I know I should not have been in Tokyo no. that young but no. but and that also I mean um, I think that 
you are you were such another level as like speaking of like speaking as a I don't know how to say that um, in terms of being like an international model. You know, I was working in Germany and Istanbul um, and a little bit in Paris, but you worked like all over the world. You know, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you did well, in, in one in more way. Like I, I modeled mainly in Stockholm, and then I went to trips. Yeah, for the summer, and like, but you actually like you moved around. Modeling. Well, because I was also able to do my schoolwork online, which yeah. gave me so much more flexibility to mm. move around. But I think also it's different because I'm American, and so going to Europe or going to Asia is such a huge thing yeah. for an American already. Whereas. Me going to New York from California is pretty much the same as you going from Stockholm to Paris. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's even yeah. less of a flight. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it's not such a crazy thing for you to hop around Europe. No, uh, in the same sense of me hopping around the United States. No, I mean, so yeah, in that in that um, in that sense, do you say that? Mm-hmm. In that sense or mm-hmm. sentence? Sense. In that sense. In that sense, uh, you were much bigger than I was. Um, like you worked so much more than I did, um, but and it, it, also a thing where uh, which is I I don't think that many people understand. It's like there are so many different types of modeling. Yeah, like we are we like we would never even meet if we were have been like in Tokyo or like we would never have done the same shoots or the same shows because we have completely different looks. What's the difference? Yeah. Like no like so, not the difference in how you look but like the jobs you get. No, it so. is it is actually a difference <laughs> in how we look. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, I get that depends on no, so the work you get. So they're like commercial models, fashion models, alien models. So yeah, the thing is is that when I first started they were like you're going to do editorial, which all of these things are tunnel vision. So it's like They put you on one track, so you're going to go with that track your entire uh, in your entire career. Oh. However, yes, yeah, so they put me on the editorial track, and then halfway through, they're like, "Actually, you can make money. You can do a commercial because you're like cute, you're smiling, you're blonde, mm. happy." Whereas Olivia, Olivia's fashion. Yeah, I my body type uh, is more commercial as well. I'm a little bit more of a wholesome. Wholesome, not super super skinny look. Whereas Olivia can look like mm. she is walking the damn runways in Paris, <laughs> and she is fashion, 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 baby. Whereas I'm like, ooh, okay, I'm gonna jump into this set at Target in the yeah. states. And I mean, smile a few times. Yeah, I wish you exactly, could see I mean, like, Olivia smile right now. I'm like, <laughs> she's like, who? Stop me? it! Stop it! No, but I mean, like, it's so like, for example, even though you worked so much more. This is I, I was so surprised. You never did a, did a catwalk. Never. You never did fashion. Oh. Like you know the difference. Like so, just because like I was always sent to fashion week to these yeah. like editorial like fashion things. When whereas you never even did a show. No. Like never. how like that? That's so weird because mm. people always assume like as a model you do fashion week, you do this, you do Abercrombie, and then next uh, semester you do uh, acne. Yeah, it's like it's completely different worlds. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. I well, mm. I almost, almost, almost. When I was bulimic, I almost did. Um, what is it, Christopher Kane? Yeah, uh, yeah. I met with the casting director for there, and he really, really liked me. And he was like, "What is that?" Sorry, Christopher Kane, uh, designer. Okay. Um, yeah, his name is Christopher Kane, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm like, I don't fucking remember. This was so long ago, but uh, yeah, he was like, "Oh, you're perfect for this." Oh my god, we really want you. Mm. And how tall are you? And I was like, 
173, and he was like, oh, we can't. Oh, we my can't. God. How tall are you, Olivia? 176. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's three centimeters. Yeah. And I was but like, it makes I, a big difference. It, it really does. Like, I was almost, like, I was, like, not perfect for fashion shows i was like on the line of mm-hmm. like, yeah you not, were like you're, like that's like seven to six height. yeah lowest exactly height. they were like fine mm-hmm. fine but it's like 178 or something and the weirdest thing i don't know if you got like let's like talking about like weird tips that people give you uh one casting director from i think it was next in new york uh i i i bet you know him like ugh exciting american being like <laughs> excited like i mean there's eccentric eccentric yeah, yeah, yeah. eccentric yeah like <laughs> and probably, he was like probably yeah so we met and he was like darling you are perfect for our agency we want to fly you this summer and we love your looks and i was like that sounds Don't. like IMG, to be honest. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, it's like no, no. It sounds like three, I don't get that reference. It literally sounds like three agents I know at IMG would uh, say that to you. Yeah, um, and he but so he was like, uh, problem is like you're like one centimeter too short, and in the model world, one centimeter is the whole world. Like it's it, everything. It, yeah, it's everything. Like it's it's the difference between like never getting a job and getting all the jobs you want. Mm-hmm. It's one centimeter. Isn't that Fucking great! One yeah. centimeter is a paycheck. Yeah, depends on your paycheck. Yeah, so, oh, wow. I mean, what I got lucky with is that while I was starting to model, um, and while I was also in London, going to a couple castings for London Fashion Week, this was when Bambi, uh, Norwood Blith, and mm-hmm. Charlotte Free were all walking, and they were five seven. They were shorter than me. Yeah, so. I got kind of lucky, so I'd always be like, "What about Bambi?" Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, "It's different. Yeah, you are not it's like Bambi." Kate Moss. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Kate Moss is one sixty nine. Kate Moss is five six. I'm coming for you, Kate. No, okay. So to you, finish Kate. the story, uh, she, <laughs> he was like, uh, "Problem is, like, you're one one and a half centimeters too short," and I'm like, "Well, you know," and I've been casting like the whole fucking week, so I was like. Yeah, can't do anything about that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> can I go? Like, can't help you there. I'm like, oh, too bad. Can I go? Yeah. Uh, like, on my way out. And he's like, oh, actually, there is. And I was like, what? there is what? And he's like, there is a way. Like, there is a thing you can try. And I was like, to grow <laughs> taller? A centimeter in four weeks. Was it that getting a, like a back surgery? No, no, no. And he was like, so. Yoga. Have you ever heard of stretching? Yeah, yoga stretching. No, 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 no. Crazier than that. Oh, listen. I, so yeah. So yeah. he he goes. Have you ever do like done stretching? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, you go to the gym, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, so, you know these. <laughs> oh, you hang upside down from a bar. No, 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 no. You these things like these stinger, yeah, handlebars yeah. that you like lift yourself up with. He's Pull-ups. like, whenever like after your workout, uh, just try to like hang for ten minutes straight <laughs> every day. Ten, you'll grow. That's what they told me at IMG as well as they were like, just try stretching and try yoga. Yeah, but like literally, he says, can you hang? <clears throat> yeah, from a handlebar for ten minutes every day, and I was like. 
Yeah, yeah, actually, I'll try that. When I was <laughs> when I was in Greece, no, yeah, they had like a challenge. If you could hang for like one minute, you got like a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. What, but it's not like a handle. I know what you're talking about as well, where you. Uh, no, 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 no. Just like hang like this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got a thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay, Fuck, I need but, to go to Greece. Okay, so we have three more subjects, and I want to know. So, like, what's your low in your model career? Do you want to go first with this? Because mine's <laughs> dark as fuck. No, because like my 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 that's the difference. Like you you had a career that was your life. Yeah. I never like I had ups and downs, mm. but I had school. Yeah. That was my life. So it's not really that interesting. You go. Um. Well, <laughs> mine was probably when I was seventeen and I was living in London, where. I just felt so lonely and I felt like I didn't really have anybody I could talk to. I didn't I couldn't really talk to my family about this. I couldn't talk to my agents. I I had nothing. I had nobody and my friends from high school didn't really want anything to do with me. So <clears throat> I think yeah, the lowest was when I was suicidal and I weighed 103 pounds, which is I, I know you guys don't understand that, but <laughs> so I weighed uh, 46.7 kilos mm. at my height. I currently weigh nine kilos more. It's insane. Yeah. Think about. And, at that, and you're tiny. Yeah. Yeah. You're and fucking tiny. Yeah. Like, what's just fucking crazy to me, though, is that, oh my God, I, like, Yeah, so shake it off. But it's okay. Yeah, I was uh, such a low weight and I was throwing up after every single meal or I would chew up food and spit it out into the toilet right after. And I think the lowest point was me sitting in front of a toilet eating and spitting every single like bite I took. And then finally I was just like actually maybe things would be so much better if I were dead. And I had always thought about this, even as, like, a kid. Like, if I were dead, what would the difference be? But I never really had the courage or the next step to think about suicide further. So I just remember laying in... (laughs) Emily has started to hold my hand. Um, But I just remember laying in a bathtub, and I had a razor blade with me, always. So for about two weeks, I would lay in the bathtub every night and play with a razor blade and think if I were to drag this across my skin, across my wrist, everything will be over. I won't feel this terrible need to be beautiful all the time. I won't feel like I won't have to chew my food up and spit it out. I won't feel so lonely. I won't feel so um, empty all the time. And so for about, yeah, two weeks, I just held this razor blade. And when you're going through that too, your mind is so fucked up where there was like a moment where I was cradling it like a baby and I was just looking down on it like, should I kill myself or not? Should I kill myself or not? And I think bulimia or eating disorders can really do that to you. They really fuck with your mind. Mm. And I think that's my lowest point of my modeling career. Are you, how did it, like, how did it, can we like talk about the whole bulimia thing when it started? Yeah. Um, so... I knew that I was getting older and my body was changing. 
So I think like a few weeks shy of my 17th birthday, um, or no, maybe it was my 17th birthday, I ate way too much and I looked in the mirror and I just immediately saw like a fat girl standing in front of me. And I was thinking like, God, I cannot travel like this. I can't fucking look like this when I go to London. Like I can't. So this actually happened before I went to London. And where were you then? I was home. I was home celebrating my birthday. And yeah, so I just remember like being in front of a toilet and being like, okay, well, wait, I know that girls can do this to be skinny again. Let me try it. And I threw up and it was the easiest thing I'd ever done because I'd already made myself throw up because I drank too much or, Hmm. you know, I felt sick. So I made myself throw up. So it was super easy for me to get the food out. And then I just remember thinking like, wait, I can do this all the time and I can be skinny. It doesn't really affect me. I'm fine. I can do it. I can do it. So that's where it pretty much started. Afterwards, when I went to London, that was when uh, my bulimia was at its peak. I was the lowest I've ever weighed, and I was the skinniest, but I also looked like shit. And my hair was falling out, my skin was sallow, and I was so pale and gross. Even my agent at one point was like, you're not eating. Something's going on. And I was like, yes, I am. Like, oh, no, it's because I'm so busy here. And he's like, you're not. Like, He's like, Megan, I've seen this. Like, stop. And I was like... No, 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 I'm fine. I'm Because f- there's nothing really he can do at that point. I'm living by myself. He can't monitor me 24 hours a day. And he's only my agent. He's not my mom or dad. So that's when it was at its peak. And then when I came back home to Florida, my parents were like, what the fuck has happened to you? How like, long were you gone? Uh, I was gone for three months. So when I came home, my parents were like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is not okay. So I, like, gained weight immediately, and I was—I stopped throwing up for a bit. And it was when you have an eating disorder and you start eating normally again, the weight comes on like that. Like, it's <laughs> its so much harder to get the weight back off. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I gained maybe uh, five kilos. No, 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 that's quite a bit. I gained maybe four, four kilos. <clears throat> no, five kilos is, I think, like Ten yeah. pounds, right, yeah. Um, so I gained some more weight and I looked healthy again and I was able to shoot with my agency in Florida and then, but I never really stopped throwing up. Also, it became more of a comforting thing for me to do. Like if I felt sad about something, I could throw up and I'd feel better after because I'd be like, I just rid myself of these toxins, blah, like I'm fine. Um, so that's actually why I have this tattoo Vank. Not only was I going to learn French, Vank. but it was because I was defeating and overcoming my bulimia, which I Vank eventually mean, did. means um, to defeat or to conquer. Overcome. Yeah, exactly. So I eventually did beat it when I was about, how old was I? 19? Yeah, 19. So I had it on and off for two years, bulimia. How did you beat it? Actually, I owe a lot to my roommate at the time, Romy. She found out that I was making myself sick, and I had already told her about um, the fact that I had bulimia in my past and how I struggled with it, and she just held me, and she was like, that was the last time you're ever going to throw up. And something about the way she said it to me, I was like, shit, this, this has to be the last time. 
because otherwise I'm killing myself. I mean, you're dying when you're doing it. So whether it's emotionally, mentally, physically, it's like you're dying. You're not living. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much what made me kick. Hmm. Of course, over the past couple of years, it's been really hard. Every Every single day I think about it. And I'm always struggling with the fact of, should I throw up today? Like, okay, something bad has happened to me. Should I throw up? And, mm. you yeah. know, every day is kind of a mini victory for me that I don't throw up. It that, really is. That's like a really good thing because <clears throat> we had a an episode where we talked about mental health. Yeah. And I guess the conclusion of it was when someone tells you or when you realize someone is like one to kill your kill themselves or like are depressed or anything you have to be aware of that you can die from it yeah and if you like realize that like okay i'm really hurting myself and yeah. because i think a lot of people has um like a fadum a ju- are really prejudice prejudice prejudgmental prejudice Prejudice, but yeah, about people with um, like eating disorders, like yeah. it ain't for real, and you just like just Do it like for attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when also someone like understands only... it and be like, that's the last time. Yeah, and like, also, also like see the consequences, and yeah. So that was yeah. yeah. And I mean, we have, for wait, me... we have to say also like it's not about like you cannot determine an eating disorder. In the, uh, Um, based on how someone look, you can be fat, have an eating disorder. You can yeah. look normal. You can look sweet. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, at this time when Romy and I had that talk, I wasn't super fucking skinny or anything. I actually looked yeah. like I did. I look like I do now, maybe minus three kilos, and still, it was just like it was the fact. Well, it was the act of me doing it where mm. she was like, "That's enough. That's yeah. fucking enough," and. um Bulimia for me, and maybe it's not like this for everybody, but it was a form of self-mutilation. It was me punishing myself mm. because of the way I felt inside. And, yeah, I it was just super unhealthy, and it was killing me. This has been, like, a really emotional episode. Um, I know that it's boring hearing, like, oh, now we're back, and we talked about this, but... Yeah. That's life. Okay. I mean, no. basically, yeah, we all just discovered a few things that none of us knew. Yeah. And it was like a very big shock. Yeah. Yeah. But <clears throat> I'm in fun. Okay. We're going to wrap this up. This is not the last you've seen of Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? That is, I'm, I'm very excited to come on and talk about... And I'm going to talk about it for the first time ever. I've actually never told anybody about this, but I went to rehab in California. Not for the reasons you're thinking. I didn't go because I was addicted to coke, even though I should have gone for coke addiction years ago. (laughs) This was more of... She did not shave her head. Yeah, this was more of a mini meltdown I had, but I cannot wait to talk about this for the first time. And it's going to feel so good to get it off my chest. So We'll do it. Plot twist. Looking forward to that. Okay, can we please just um, for making some things good here? (laughs) So can we just... I know it's not Thanksgiving, but can we please just say something that we're grateful for? 
like end with positive yes, like she does it sometimes and she I gets this it. wait so she does this Mama. weird look in her eyes when she's like she cut when she gets a life crisis she cuts her bang and goes to Gothenburg and she looks at you with this like but everything is Can everything is Greece? fine. I just want to say something like <laughs> no, and end it with no, something it good. It and it's like it's when you hear this, it's a Tuesday and like that's a fucking bad day. Yeah. Emily, you go first. What are you grateful for? Um I'm very grateful, thankful. Is that the same thing? Yeah. For um like everyone like in my family and my friends, like doing good and like are healthy. And uh, just like being exactly where they want to be in life, and everyone is like just feeling good. And when you go through like your teenage, it's the opposite. Yeah. And I think this is the first time when people, like my friends, are like having kids and uh, their dream jobs and coming to Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> like people are just my baby. Like. They're living and they love it. And that makes me feel really good. I think, yeah, actually, my what I'm grateful for isn't so far off from that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel so grateful to have such an amazing uh, support system here and to feel like I'm not alone and that I know that things, when when everything feels bad, it's not always going to feel this bad. I know Mm -hmm. that things are... Things are going to get better no matter what. And right now, everything is getting better every yeah. single day. And I'm so grateful and happy to for that. And God, I'm so grateful for you guys. Jesus, yeah. fuck. And Jasmine and yeah. Heather and Sophia and all of these people. Like... Mm, so much love. Yeah. So I feel so much love for the yeah. first time in my entire life. I oh. feel like, wow... I'm exactly where I need to be. Yeah. And yeah. I'm with the people I love the most yeah. in my life. <laughs> Don't cry. Sluta gråta nu. No. I know, right? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> great Ooh. Swedish. Tech. I I feel the exact same way. With like I feel I feel like I've almost like worried a little bit that I'm gonna have a stroke because of all the endorphins yeah. <laughs> in my like my brain my brain is like wait 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 we're not used to be this happy yeah uh, because everything's just falling into place like yeah at the same 100%. time also that's because that's why I'm like oh what the fuck like everything just bitch the got, fuck me too yeah like <laughs> mm-hmm. Jesus <laughs> yeah the fuck everything at the same time like doing like in the period of one like seven days everything was just like yeah perfect Yes. And I love that. And I love you guys. Yeah. I love you. Okay, I love let's you guys. sign off on that yeah. good note. Okay, Goodbye, so... Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry for, uh, like, a um, quite messy episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so um, sorry. It's totally my fault, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's everyone's fault. Hey! Hey, Dua! Bye! sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.